Welcome to the ship show, and it is going to be an absolute ship show. If you you know, you know, you know. Ah, but not just any ship show. It is me, AJ, and no new bark, but we got even, hashtag Chad. Even a, better. A.K.A. Chad Jones, say. a.k.a. Chad Coleman. What's good, man? How's it going? Well, it's going great because unlike most other ship shows we've ever had, we've never had a PJ Tour winner within, I would say, 18 hours. Yeah. Within hours. Of when they sunk the winning putt, like we do today. And that's because our very good friend and homie, Kevin Na, is on the line. Baby, Kevin, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? What's going on, AJ? What's going on, Chad? Oh, you know, just uh, just sitting here at Callaway headquarters, rooting, rooting like hell for you to, uh, to pull off big victories. And uh, you haven't been disappointing lately, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's always nice. Kevin, I have, a, I have a question for you. So me and AJ are both uh, new fathers. Uh, my daughter's 14 months. AJ's is, what, four months now? Four, four months. Um, so, you know, like... Thanks, man. It's really cool. It's a really cool feeling to, like, come home from a day of work and, you know, tell my daughter, like, ah, oh, I really crushed it tweeting today, you know? Like, that was a really good day at work. I had some really good tweets, and, uh, you know, I put up a couple good Instagrams, and uh, I imagine that feeling is... Uh, a little bit better for you after after winning uh, a PGA Tour event uh, with uh, your new your new son Leo who, who just arrived, and uh, I would mm-hmm. I would imagine that that feeling for you is a little more euphoric. Yeah, um, I mean Sophia is three, so she kind of knows. I, w- I want to say she knows because <laughs> she, she gets excited. I was like, "Oh, Daddy wants!" She's like, "Yay!" And obviously, Leo being six weeks old, he mm. has no idea. But <laughs> I did come home. Um, so Sophia was ran out in the putting uh, on the 18th green when I won. But uh, Leo stayed home. He was too young. Uh, we felt that it was best that you know too many people out there. But when I came home, um, he was in his little crib, and I went up to him and I touched his belly, and I said, "Oh, Daddy won today." That's amazing. <laughs> and oh what, my and, gosh! And did he just give you a blank stare? <laughs> Uh, no, he was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's so freaking good. I, I just want to put on the record that Leo was in the short running of names for my child. So I dig good that name. name. Hey, and my, yeah. my child is a Leo. Oh, so there yeah. you go. That's true. Uh-huh. Oh, well, there you go. See, it's all we're all connected somehow, Kev. But uh, yeah. uh, we, had a, we had a couple things that we wanted to run by you. And I, anytime I see somebody win on tour, I, I'm... I always think for whatever reason, like, you know, they must really not want to play either like the next week or the next couple weeks or to take mm-hmm. a little time off. Is that true or is that just my cynical thinking? Um, I think a lot of the times we set our schedule before and we don't know what we're going to win. So and we end up kind of going with our schedule like I was planned. I was already planned to not play Houston this week. And I was um, planning to go to go to Seoul, Korea, um, go to Korea early for the for the CJ Cup in Jeju Island. So we're gonna go to Seoul. Um, we're gonna get there Friday, spend the weekend, and then fly down to Jeju Island on Monday. So this was already planned, but um, it, this worked out perfect. I mean, I'm winning the hometown, mm-hmm. be able to celebrate a few days at home. I don't have to fly anywhere, just right at home, and then be able to go to the next event. So it's perfect. 
Yeah, yeah that's ideal. And it's not like if me or Chad were to win in Vegas where we would just like, you know, just go completely bananas. Like you live there, so it's pretty tame for you. You're just like, all right, well, I'm just going to drive to my house and, you know, say yeah, what's up to my family. Yeah, that's, that's pretty crazy. Like what I would imagine, uh, like what did you have for dinner last night? Did you just like when you left the course, you're like, hey, you want to pick up some Chinese takeout and head home? Or like what? <laughs> that must be different than, uh, you know. We had we had some Korean food delivered to the house. Nice. Oh, that's so, there you that's go. so funny. Door, DoorDash? Perfect. A little what, DoorDash what's your, what's your go-to? What's your go-to Korean order? Um, so we order some um, uh, marinated short ribs. Oh. Uh, we ordered a marinated pork belly. It was good. I'm trying, I was hungry. I'm trying to get a wind a wind dinner at, at yeah, the Nob residence. Bet that tasted nice. Yeah, it's real nice. <laughs> you know these um, nowadays these apps are so amazing that oh they're so good. You, know, you can you know what I do in tournaments is like sometimes I get done with the late round. I'll get on my phone. As, as soon as I sign my scorecard, I'll get on the app. I'll order it to the hotel or wherever I'm staying. And then by the time I drive to the back to my place, a hotel, shower, everything, boom, the food is there. Oh, that's great. It's, it's they great really are like the greatest, great they're the greatest inventions of our time, I think. Like, yeah, Chad, you're you a can, big DoorDash guy. Yeah, I love it because like uh, AJ, and we've talked about this. It's like it's almost like a situation where it's like how much do you value your time, right? So like yep. – would I yep. rather pay like six extra dollars to have this delivered or would I rather be mm-hmm. gone from my family on a Friday night for like 45 minutes there and back to get the food? And like for me, yeah. it's like an it's an easy it's an yeah. easy decision, you know? Yes. No, I mean, you can I, with your phone, you can do anything at home. You can order groceries and it's yeah. awesome. We, you know what we need to have? We need to have an app that you can buy golf clubs and order golf clubs to your, straight to your door. Oh, oh, that's I, funny. I, I mean, we kind of do, right? Or it's not an app, but uh, well, yeah, or or Amazon. I had I had somebody yeah. uh, reach out a couple weeks ago, um, and it was this guy who works at a Golf USA in Arkansas, and he goes, "Hey, this is I thought you would find this funny. Sent me a picture. Um, somebody or somebody ordered a Epic Flash driver in three wood for their club championship like last minute." And ordered it from the golf, uh, the golf USA, which is like probably 35 minutes from the course. And they tried to figure out how to get it there as soon as possible. So they ordered an Uber and they put the clubs in the backseat of the Uber and had the Uber drive the clubs to the course. And I thought that was genius. That is perfect. That's exactly what, listen, Kevin, if you want to invest, Chad and I could do some research and maybe start something up. We might know, we might know a couple of people in the industry to get it started. (laughs) so i have a question for you regarding uh i know every everyone is asking you about walking your putts in but Mm -hmm. you know it seems like for me personally when i try to walk in a putt that just means that 99 percent of the time it's going to violently lip out so at what point because there was on in the playoff hole the first playoff hole yesterday you were two strides deep before that ball even dropped. At what point? Yes. At what point? Flex. Do you? That is such a flex. Is it just an inherent thing that you know it's going to go in, and so you're like so confident that that's when you walk it in, or like because I don't, I don't, I have never seen you, and maybe it's happened and I just missed. It. I've never seen you walk one in where it missed. I ha- well, I, I well, let's say this: I haven't walked one in and missed one that was on on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, but it counts. Love it, love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that playoff hole, I, I, I saw that replay. I mean, I saw the highlights and I saw the rerun and I saw that putt. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> I just walked it in to extend the playoff. I mean, for what's on the line. It was incredible. Like, like I said, I had two steps in, easily two steps in before that ball went in the hole. Easy. And keep in mind, and, if you miss that, 
you lose the tournament. It's over. It's over. <laughs> and I look like an idiot, too. <laughs> but instead, you looked awesome. Right. Instead, you looked brilliant. Yeah. So you know what? I like the double yeah. down. That's a strong double down. And obviously, that putt was made uh, with your uh, Toulon Madison Odyssey putter. Um, mm-hmm. You had a bunch of really great equipment in the bag that we always like to talk about. That's I know that Amanda Balionis covered a lot of that on the Callaway Windcast. So for everybody listening, uh, if you want a little bit more in-depth uh, look into all the clubs and how the clubs got in Kevin's bag, make sure you listen to that Windcast just by searching Windcast wherever you listen to podcasts. But I have to bring out this stat just because if uh, people missed it, um, if it hasn't been talked about enough or whatever, but you you did set a record for the most feet of putts made, which mm-hmm. I believe is 500 and what was it? 558 I mean, or something like that. At, at that, yes, at that point in 11 inches, when what, it's, what's, when what, it's that much, I'm like, I can't comprehend that. Chad's never made that many feet of putts in his life. In my life. By the way, you did that. You did that in four. You did that in four rounds. He did it. He literally did it. Oh, it's uh, funny. Me and AJ earlier were talking about, we we're like, uh, I think the most under par that I've ever been like at any point ever in my life. And AJ and I were both like, I think it's like four under par is like the most I've ever been at any point in my life. Imagine shooting 62 and following it with a 61 and being 19 under par in two rounds. That is just like absolutely mind blowing. Yeah. Kevin, you have to take, you have to kind of the, as best you could, like when you're in a zone like that, you have try to describe to us like what that feels like playing. Like you're not going to miss a shot or not going to miss a putt. Like just please do your best to describe it to us. Cause I'm very curious. Okay. I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> um, so Friday, um, when I shot 62, I actually didn't hit it that great. I made I made 202 feet worth of putts. Holy cow! Um, I mean, that is an insane number. Stupid. And it, um, I mean, I, I just got over when you get you know when you get over a 40 footer and you got a downhill slider, you're thinking, uh, you know, make sure cozy this up there, make sure you two right. putt this, or you you there's that thought that crosses your mind. It goes, you know, just that three putt mind. Mm-hmm. I know all about that. None of that's there. You're thinking about, you only see the line, you're like, I'm going to make this. And that's the only mindset you have. I'm going to make this. It doesn't matter where it's on the green. You're thinking, I, I think I can make this. Yeah, like like and three-putting is not I even had. in, in yeah. the realm of your your thoughts whenever you're in that kind of mode. It's it's You're going to make this. You're not worried about mm-hmm. cozying it up for a two-putt. Like three-putt three no. isn't, isn't even in your mind. And you miss a 20-footer, and it's like it like burns the edge you're like oh my god i just let one i just gave a stroke away <laughs> it's like i can't believe i missed that and that's that's almost the, that's the feeling you get when you're really in the zone and you get you, you you're over a putt and you just know that this putt has a really good chance of going in and that's the feeling i had and that kept going and i was kind of concerned because when you have your best putting day just like 202 feet of putts and Everyone's talking about your putter. Everyone's talking about, oh my God, you, you, that was like 202 feet of work, putt worth of putts, and and, you, and then it it can kind of get to you. And the next day, you know, you might not putt as well. Right. But the next day, I putted just as well, but I hit it closer, and I made I think somewhere around 158 feet of putts. They said. That's it. But it's because uh-huh. I wasn't. It's not because I wasn't putting as well. It was I, I had 50 feet of less putts because I was hitting it that much closer. Yeah. And to shoot one better than six, you know the the previous round to shoot sixty one in the same week, 
and back to back. That was very cool. Is and it? Then yeah, that, that's insane. Went nuts about <laughs> is it? Uh, is it? What's the mentality like of like being? You know, maybe five under through nine. I'm sure like this is totally different for a guy like you than is a, a mm-hmm. regular golfer with, who's like, if I'm two under through six, I'm freaking out and I shank my next tee shot. What's it like just being able to like pin your ears back and be like, Oh, I was five under on the front. Well, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to shoot five under on the back. Like, is it, uh, is it something that you're like consciously aware of during a round that you're going really low or do you ever think about like, wow, I'm, I'm really, I'm like, I'm like I'm nine under. under. Yeah. I'm eight under right now. Well, um, so a couple of different things. Um, I'm always thinking, all right, one more, one more, one more. But at the same time, I know this golf course um, can produce a lot of low numbers. And what I wanted to do Saturday was separate myself from the field. When I started getting, I kept making putts. I was, I knew I was hot. I wanted to separate myself from the field. Where, I knew that if I got ahead of the game on Sunday, I wanted to make sure I had a big enough lead where guys look at the leaderboard and goes, I don't have a chance to win. I, you know, I'm going to try my best to finish second. So that's what I was trying to do was separate myself. And that was the motive for me to keep making birdies. Is like I need to separate myself so I, I, can, so I don't give these guys a chance on Sunday. And that's what kept me going and kept my foot on the, on the gas pedal. That's great. Yeah, well, Kevin, you know, not for nothing, but I don't really think it's fair – that you know you could shoot twenty three under and be in a playoff like, like <laughs> what, how like can't twenty three under if you get to that number can't like that be like an automatic win or something I, I mean how how what, how low what else you, you got to do yeah, what's the guy got to do to get a win out here twenty three under there's like you know Perez was two back of that uh, Deschambeau was three back of that so was Hadwin uh, who's off to an amazing start uh, in his own right but I don't know these numbers. Uh, Kevin, just like they're just crazy. You have to you have to do what you did almost every week to to be a winner out there. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean, there's only three par. It's not there's three par fives, and mm-hmm. uh, the greens were firm out there. I mean, it was bouncing. Yeah, as we and saw was, from your was, chip that went over the green. Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing yeah, just kept I, going. Mm-hmm. And there were some tough hole locations, and I, I mean, even the players are surprised. It's like I, the cut was five under par, and everybody was. I, I was talking to Tony Funau on Friday. Uh, and uh, and I say how low these scores were, and um, I was uh, and I was paired with Lucas Glover on Saturday. I was like, "Can you believe the cut was five under?" He's like, "I can't believe it, Jeez. five under par." <laughs> and it's just you know the, the slogan is "These guys are good," so I guess that's true. I guess that's it should, true. They should revise it to "These guys are really blank really, bleep bleeping really. good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was if I was a PJ Tour commission, that's literally what it would be. Uh, but I have um I guess just a couple uh, final questions for you. Um, even, you know, obviously Chad and I are, you know, we, we head up the content and social here at Callaway and, you know, we're always plugged in, always on, always, uh, reading and seeing what people are saying. And, you know, it, I would say over the, even like the last year, we'll just take the last year. It seems like every, you have a lot of fans out there, like much more than I feel like you used to. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out because, like, we know you and we spend time with you, and like, we mm-hmm. love it. We love hanging out with you. You're you're easily one of our personal favorite guys. All right, I'm gonna stop sucking up now, but it's it it seems like you're. I don't know, if, like, if it's like your rep that's like improved or whatever it is, but like, people like 
are really rooting hard for you to win. Like, does that is that a good feeling, or is that something that you even notice? It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Um, I feel the support. I feel the fans are really, really cheering for me. Uh, every week I go from tour, tour stop to tour stop. Um, I think a few things have happened. I think, I think I've, I've just people are uh, started seeing the real me. Um, I've always been, you know, this kind of goofy, fun, positive guy, and um, which was kind of shattered by a little bit of the yips and you know some maybe some slow play. But then I just kept being myself, and I just kept pushing. You know, I, I didn't change. I just kept pushing, you know, the same thing. And I, you know, so with social media, I always did some fun stuff. And and then I think people started catching on. And, um, you know, obviously this walking in thing, it kind of caught on and um, it, it, it helps. And people like it because it's kind of it's kind of cool. Um, oh, yeah. It's kind of unique what I do. You know, I, I chase after a ball real hard. It's you know, my hand goes in right after the hole. I mean, who, who really does that in a competition? Yeah, they, guys will walk it in, but they don't really, you know, like almost touch the ball before the ball goes in the hole. And I think they, they like that, and that's because it's unique. And, um, you know, whatever it, 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 the changes might be, I, I really appreciate the fans and them uh, really cheering for me. I really felt um, like everybody was cheering for me on Sunday and everybody wanted me to win. And, um, it, it wanted me to play harder and wanted me to win for them. And um, I really appreciate the support. Yeah, that's true. I saw like uh, several tweets yesterday from golf media, uh, just golf fans yeah, who are yeah. like, um, somehow Kevin Na's my favorite golfer now, and I can't really explain why, <laughs> but he is. Yeah, that's awesome. And so awesome. that's a good testament to, you know, to, to what you're doing out there. And yeah. Kev, I, I saw you out in Napa briefly uh, with Steph and Phil. I was, I was following them for a few, and I saw you on the on the mm-hmm. tee talking to Steph. That was the week we, we brought out um, the Jaws wedges. Have you had a chance to test those yet? I know you're excited yes. to, to get them. And uh, have you had, what's your experience been like so far? Have you had a chance to put them through the paces? Uh, I hit him. I tested him last week. Um, I haven't put him in play. It was too early, but um, I love the way they look, the way they set up. And I saw that there's like grooves within grooves. Oh it's yeah, like oh yeah. The grooves, <laughs> the micro there's grooves. a little grooves. It sure is. Yes, it's it's pretty cool. It and I I put it on the monitor and it, it spins so much. Nice. I mean, so much. Like where I feel like, oh uh, guys, uh, I need to practice with this for, for <laughs> right weeks before I can put it in play because. Because it's that different. Tour players put we put a lot of spin anyway. Right. But for an amateur, they, I mean, this is going to really help them to be able to hold hold greens because they need they need some help. Yeah, would we you, need all the help we can get. Would you say, Kevin? Would you say that that wedges are the toughest thing to swap out of your bag, or like if there was one club, what one club that's like really difficult to get out of your bag if like you're hitting it well? Like, what would that be? Um, it's, I think it's putter, putter. If you're, if you're putting well with the putter, yeah. don't, don't change. And then driver, because sometimes it's really hard to, um, find that driver that you really love. And that, I mean, at our level, right, we're looking at some, some really, really detailed numbers. And, um, it, it sometimes it, it's hard to do. I mean, and, um, I think those two clubs, I mean, and even, even wedges, sometimes, the wear on the grooves and the, the wear on the bounces after you keep practicing it, and it kind of the, the sole will kind of it's like it's like breaking a shoe in the sole and the and the grooves will kind of wear out to how you hit the shot, mm-hmm. and 
How often I do you think, switch out your wedges? Just curious. Well, unfortunately, because we need that spin, you know, we play such firm greens. I'd say once every three months, okay. maybe four months. Um, probably four months will be max going without a new wedge. And and, and we, oh, by the way, we also hit a lot of balls and a lot of practice. Right. So in average amateurs, you can go a year or two without changing them. Uh, we're practicing every day. So that's a different story, uh, but uh, yeah, that's about about four months. Damn, oh, so not not even as much as Chad. Chad goes every yeah. month. He changes yeah, his every, month, e- yeah. every round. Chad's getting some new <laughs> well, grooves. He's, he's very high maintenance well, over here, Kev. <laughs> if you're an amateur that plays a lot, you want to put a, a fresh groove in as as much as you can. But if you're if you're if you're just a weekend golfer, I'd say once a year. Yeah. But if, if you're a, if you play regularly, you got to make sure you check the grooves and they're fresh because out of the rough. It will make a huge difference. In the fairways, it'll make a difference too. But out of the rough, it's a big difference uh, how ball control is with oh, fresh groups. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a very good point. All right. Well, listen, you've done a couple interviews here. I'm sure you've done a ton the last 24 hours. So go hang out. And hopefully, this won't be the last time that we talk to you in the near future. Hopefully, uh, we'll catch you either at an event or down the road on the phone. But I uh, can't thank you enough, man, for for. Uh, for being on the phone with us and and we're so every literally every single person uh at callaway headquarters was freaking out this morning last night actually we're all we're all ecstatic last night putting together win ads and uh social things content uh like the time that uh i pushed you in our little vlog challenge i'm sure that had something to do with your win but we can talk <laughs> about that another time uh but yeah really uh really appreciate you hopping on man You're yeah the and if you have an off week this week i hope that putter's locked up in a vault somewhere <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I think people it's 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 America's most wanted right now, and I, <laughs> I'm really scared that somebody's got to pull it out of my bag and take it. Oh, that's great. Or another player's got to look at it and be like, "I'm taking this." Uh, <laughs> you know, I need to really protect this thing. That's amazing. All right, well, uh, thanks, ha- man. Appreciate have it. Have fun and good luck the rest of the way, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. No problem. All See right. you, Kev. See ya. See you guys. Yep. Bye. All right, Chad Jones. That was. Kevin Na, one of the Man, best, not only uh, one of the best was. players on tour, but one of the best uh, conversations. Oh, it's great on tour. You know you what know? I love? I love about Kevin is that even whenever you guys were doing the fitting room with him uh, back in May, yeah. he's very, very thoughtful, like yeah. uh, about his his answers and his responses, and he doesn't just kind of skim over it. Yep. He'll give you as much time as you need because he wants to go in into exactly how he feels about something. Totally. And, that's uh you know something that you don't you don't get with everyone yeah and right taking taking the time to be thoughtful it 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 may sound crazy but that's like obviously not how everybody is wired but that's how he's wired and and i think that alludes to our point where he is becoming a favorite on tour because of those things that he you know that's who his personality is and 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 that's what he's exuding through television and everything with his walking in like i mean that is like and you know i want him to i was actually my last question for him chad before um i should i should have asked him this but if say like for the u.s say u.s open he's on the 72nd hole he has a 10 footer to win the u.s open okay he's tied and he puts it and it is tracking tracking i mean this thing is in the mouth like 
you, everybody knows it. Even on TV, you have a weird angle, but you know it's going in. It's just that you hear the sound, and it's rolling, rolling, rolling. And he picks it up before he gets to the cup. Would that not be one of the ultimate moves of all time? It would be an ultimate move of all time. If he just swipes it and then just walks out. Just walks just away like he had a half quarter, half court at the buzzer, just continues to run in the locker room. Are you are you talking he picks it up swipes it before it before it even it? lands in the cup. You know what I would like to see him do is get there before the ball gets to the cup and just kind of like put his fingers cup his fingers down in the hole and then when the ball goes in he just catches it before it hits the bottom. <laughs> would that count? I don't know, that's a great question. Obviously with my my scenario he would be disqualified yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Although I think Phil kind of did something similar to that, right? I mean, pretty almost, much, yeah, you know, pretty much. Almost in the end and he did it in the in the US <laughs> Open. Yeah. In the US Open. All right, couple uh, quick things to get to. Um uh, not going to take up any more of your time. Uh but we had uh Phil Phil in the same tournament. Yes. Turn tournament. Shot 65 with a prototype Odyssey putter. Yep. Uh that had social going goo goo it did it's, it's already been it's already our number one model on tour and we haven't even announced it to the public it's <laughs> we, been on tour for like i think this was the third week that it was on tour just like and by by on tour i mean we we put them out on the odyssey bag on practice days for the for you know on tour for that was this was the third week and if people like them if players like them they'll come up and get it and take one hopefully and play it uh and if they don't they won't and it was already it's already in the the third week, it's already our most played model, so that's a pretty good start. Testament. Yeah. Well, uh, more importantly, is it in your bag yet? Not yet, but Not I heard yet. it's in yours. Uh, I took, <laughs> I did a little test drive with it the other day, and I have to say, after nine holes, it took. Uh, I'm a marksman. I went back to marksman. Yeah. I was our ball. I was marksman for like a year and a half. Yep. Almost two years. Then our ball for almost the entire summer, and then it was funny because me and you were talking, and you're like, yeah. You're like, I actually just went back to Marksman. I was like, you know what? I was like, that's what I need to do. Because when you, that putter is the best when you go back to it. Definitely. When you yeah. haven't putted with it in a while. And then you're like, you know what? I got to bring out the Marksman. Then you go on the course and you're like, oh my God, why that. did this thing ever get out of the bag? Exactly. But I, I did try the proto putter uh, and it took me about nine holes to get used to. And then after that nine holes, you're pouring them in. It was stupid. Love it. It was, it was pretty fun. So that was cool. Uh, then uh, Cheyenne Knight. Yo, what's yeah. good? Cheyenne Knight, represent. That was awesome. Big Huge win. win. Huge win. Epic Flash, Sub-Zero, Roll Apex. Tide. All, yeah, Roll I tide. know. Uh, what is it, her first or second year? I think it's her second year her on second tour. year, yeah. winning already? She was like uh, she was like 120 on the money list coming into it, needing right. to get inside the top 100 to keep her card, and yep. she just went out and went ahead and won. She's like, screw so, it. She's like, I'm I'm not, yeah, she's like, I'm not just going to squeak <laughs> by here. I'm going to go ahead and win this thing. I'm just going to win it. I love that. Um all right, well, I know that we've reached 75 reviews on Apple Podcasts, so we're nice. definitely going to be giving away some custom Truvis from our gumball machine. Um, Finley is going to throw in something extra when he gets back from Europe also. Um, so don't you worry. We are going to be giving balls some to Truvis. the following. This is uh, Lex, Lex. Oh, we have the winners. R- Lex chose some random names remember this is random <laughs> number <laughs> generator okay Drum that's how threes. we do that's how we do all of our contests and it's the, the reason why we do that chad could you explain to people why all every single contest we run is 
always random has to selected. be just has to be 100 percent random selected uh per our legal team yes so there can't be any chance there can't be any skill involved otherwise that requires a whole new set of uh rules and regulations which are very complicated so keeping it a uh strictly random draw is the way to go especially with these kinds of of contests so there you go there you have it yeah so the winners of some custom Truvis. These these Truvis are like legitimately one off. Like they're uh, put in this gumball machine right outside Jason Finley's office. He's kind enough to put them there, and they're literally he gets samples from all these courses, and we have over like three hundred uh, Truvis golf balls that we've made custom ones. So, all right, the first name, Pink Glub Glub. Oh wow, Pink Glub. I thought that said Pink Golf Club. But you're right. It does say glub, Pink, glub, glub, glub. You're one winner. The Big Show 47. You're another winner. V Dub TX. Another winner. Chad, you want to? Christina Dash U. Ooh. JJ DYR. Jo- uh, I believe that's John Jarvis. Oh, Jarvis. That's also his Twitter handle. Another winner. And Callaway Addict. And then Callaway Addict. Wow. Callaway Addict. So how do uh. these people claim their prize? Well, they have to email us. Shipshow at CallawayGolf.com that you heard this because there's really no other way to reach out, to be honest I was going to say, so they have to be listening to this. You guys got to be listening to this show. Um, and if and if you, you don't listen to this particular episode, um, then I don't know. We'll have to I'll tell you what. Out. If there's one person who better be listening to this episode, it's Callaway Addict. I, I, if Cal- Otherwise, is he even a Callaway Addict? <laughs> is he even... <laughs> You know, sometimes screen screen names are a little misleading, yeah, Chad Jones. I, I've learned I've learned through the years. So shipshow at CallawayGolf.com, uh, hit us up or call us with your address, 760-804-4653. We're gonna save the pizza debate for another uh, uh, for another uh, ship show, maybe next ship show. Um, and then uh, give a shout out to this is airing on Tuesday, Chad. That means a new episode of Taurus Today. Sauce, Ireland. Yes. You know uh, episode two, so there's a starting to roll out. Last week was the premiere. There's, I believe, 10 episodes this season. Uh, really good. Go to No Laying Up uh, on YouTube. Um, you can also find them on a lot of the Callaway channels. Social mm-hmm. channels will be posting them. But um, one episode per golf course that we played. And it provides you know, a very detailed look into what it's like to play golf in Ireland and experience the culture. And I highly recommend if you have like uh, Apple TV or... Um, Chromecast or anything. I I always wait till I get home and fire it up on on yeah, the TV. Amazon Prime. On the TV in the living room. That's yeah, yeah. like a, a really good way to watch this. Cause they're like 25, 30 minutes. You know, so sit back and relax. Sit back, grab a grab yeah. a beer, grab a pint of Guinness right. if you will. Show your uh, sh- show your girlfriend, yeah. your wife. You know. Exactly. Ashley actually watched the first one with yeah. me. And she so, was so, like, I mean, she like she series. didn't hate it. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is like the first golf thing you've ever watched. And you, well, you there's just there's one thing that was a little questionable, but I'll save that for another. <laughs> I'll save that for Um, All right, and then Thursday, uh, Newbark will be back. We'll do some picks. We'll do that little pizza today. I'm curious on what that is. Kevin from PHP trying to start some trouble. He always does. Yeah, he always trying to start some trouble. Uh, Lex will read some messages. Oh, about the bachelor. Um, But that's it. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Kevin Na, and we will see you Thursday on the ship ship. It's amazing. We have officially survived another pirate ship show. Thanks for listening. For more, go visit CallawayGolf.com.